Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, the show no one asked for about the show no one asked for. I'm Nina. And I'm Hannah. And Emily and her friends are back in Paris. I guess they've always been in Paris. And so have we. We're back for our third season. In we're enjoying Paris. it. We're almost done. We're in, we're in Paris. No, we're in Chicago. Emily's podunk, Emily's podunk town that she's from. We are well past midway through the season. We're we're heading towards the end. It's unbelievable. Thank you so much for being on this journey with us in this episode we are recapping episode seven of season three and it is called how to lose a designer in 10 days now you don't have to have enjoyed or watched the show to listen to this podcast as we like to constantly remind you we're here to entertain there's no wrong way to be here we're just we're just happy you're listening if you're having so much fun listening to our episodes, feel free to go back and listen again, or you can leave us an Apple review to tell us how much you're enjoying the show or things you want to have be different. We have gotten one-star reviews and we, we still appreciate the time people are taking to let us know. It's an act of love. Attention is love. Love is attention. That is true. It's true. Let's go. So instead of what we normally do, which is watch it and like take diligent notes, we like I folded laundry and you ate ice cream and we were like, holy shit, this is how you're supposed to listen. Or this is how you're supposed to watch Emily in Paris, which we just never do. And we didn't take <laughs> notes. So we're going to be like kind of raw dogging it. And, and notably, we just had so much fun. Yeah. I felt like I was in Paris. It was I was having much such a good time. <laughs> better way to do it. Like half watch. We let it be ambient. We like got some stuff done. I was on my phone a little bit. You were folding laundry. <laughs> We did then review the episode, and I have it up. So we will, we st- still will be able to do our job. As that reviewer who gave us one star said, we need new jobs because yeah. this is our job. <laughs> yeah, we can, do, um, we, we can do it. Yeah, we can definitely do it. Uh, this episode is called How to Lose a Designer in 10 Days. It's episode seven. Mm-hmm. Should we uh, try to remember what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How this uh, went? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like the, I would say like the, the, a storyline is that that Pierre Cadeau is working with JVMA and he calls Agence Croteau because he doesn't like what JVMA is doing with his brand. And he like secretly calls them and they go to help him because that's what you do for a friend. They're really clear, they're really clear about like he's a friend. We this is what we do. We um, worked with him a long time. So he's like, mm-hmm. that's just what you do. Mm-hmm. And you know, they've gone too far in the direction of, like, Rengard. And Emily's like, oh, my God, this is actually Rengard. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And uh, he's freaking okay. out. Yeah, he's freaking out. He's freaking and like, out. how do we help? Yeah, how do we help? And, like, we're here to help you if you want. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they're also working on a campaign with Air France. Or Air France is asking for new uniform designs. And Louis Vuitton and Chanel are pitching and so is gregory dupree aka jeremy Jeremy harris (laughs) and they go to see his designs and they're like he's like you know everything when you're in the air it's all about control and you are the ultimate sub which makes the flight attendants the ultimate doms and that inspired my line and then these people come out in sort of like wild yeah like latex (laughs) leather rubber dom flight attendant 
in this uh, getups in this like fake airplane. Um, yeah, I don't. What's it called? Canal, <laughs> tube, <laughs> tunnel, aisle, uh, aisle, <laughs> canal. I, the canal. You know, know the canal in the movie. Yeah, an airport canal. And um, they're kind mm. of like they're kind of like they want something really understated and classic. And this is like not that. And Dupree is like. I really need this. My business is failing. To which I'm like, why did you go? Okay. Then, then adjust. <laughs> yeah. Adjust. Then, like, then like fix your thing. Don't like, I don't know what to tell you. And he's basically like, if I don't get this job, then I don't have a business. And if I don't have a business, you don't have my business. Yikes. Big time yikes. Big time yikes. And um, so like that, those are their business problems on hand. Meanwhile, Nicola is still pursuing Mindy. And she's like, does he like me? Does he not like me? He's texting. He texts her about going to a, an outdoor movie with some friends and she's like, is this a group hang? Is it a date? And because she thinks it's a – because Gabrielle is like, it's a group hang. Well, she's because, like, okay. And he texts her, like, bring friends, period. Yeah. I don't know if you missed that when you were folding your socks. I did. <laughs> well, there's some fun graphics. If you're following <laughs> along on the bingo card, some very fun graphics. <laughs> and so she invites Gabrielle because Kemi is in Greece with Sophia. Wink, wink. Um, and Alfie's in London. And so Mindy invites – Gabrielle and Emily, and they go to their little outdoor movie. And they're watching How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which it just so happens is leaving Netflix on December 31st. What are the and odds? The reason, the reason we know this is because the second that you turn off that episode of Emily in Paris <laughs> on the front page of Netflix, it suggests that you watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. <laughs> we'll just um, leave that there. <laughs> yeah. So they're uh, at the outdoor movie. Yeah, which I would say famously like an uncomfortable experience watching a movie outside sitting on the ground. You don't like that? Yeah. I don't like it. I I need to know the movie so well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I – oh, I tried to see The Blues Brothers for the first time, maybe with you, like a long time ago. No, I've never seen The Blues Brothers. Well, neither have I because (laughs) I'm sitting outside and I was like, I can't hear a damn thing. Uh, Oh, no, I was with my high school friends and in Millennium Park. And we, and it just like was the kind of thing where I was like, I know this is an important movie. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get to see it. And then I just like missed everything. That said, I did see Hook at like 8 p.m. in the suburbs during the pandemic in an outdoor Mm. movie. And it was like everything I needed because Mm. we'd been so cooped up and I'd like driven outside the city with my boyfriend at the time and we like, sat down and watched this movie under the stars and then after that there was um close encounters of the third kind oh, and that was really cool to see like at 10 p.m anyway so that's fun but it was not in a park it was like you're going to a movie outside yeah movies in the park i'm just like wait you're telling me i have to sit on the ground there's gonna be bugs i can kind of talk to my friends but i kind of can't it's gonna be really uncomfortable maybe i can hear maybe i can't i uh my girlfriend and i saw a movie at the drive-in Oh, yeah. During during the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, didn't you and I do that too? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the time that, that um, Allie and I went, it was I like almost had a panic attack. Like we couldn't get the like temperature right in the car and I felt so trapped. And, and it was like because we were all um, like maneuvered into like what had been jerry-rigged to be a drive-in theater, but like mm-hmm. wasn't actually a drive-in theater. I felt mm-hmm. so trapped. Like I was so claustrophobic yeah. that I was like, I just got to – and there's something that is like so um uncomfortable about about like straining to hear. Yeah. And like we were like trying to get on like the radio the frequency radio, for the right, movie right. and I was like I can't totally hear like it was um so agitating. It was also kind of deep pandemic. Torturous. It was deep yeah. pandemic and yeah. it was like this is the one fun thing we're going to get to do. And no, we won't be able to hug our friend, but they'll be in the next car over. Right. Remember? Rough. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. 
So they go to a movie in the park. But they it's leave. Like tentes, <laughs> and um, one of Nicola's friends starts like hitting on uh, Gabrielle and Emily being like. As if they're a couple. Yeah, as if they're a couple. And she's kind of like, I'll be your third. And they're like, <laughs> we're leaving. <laughs> they're like, we would never. That's disgusting. Yeah, they do basically do that. And they leave. And they leave together. And on their way out, they run, they walk by Pop Air, which is like an Instagram bubble installation where there's like the rooms and you take the pictures. And they have so much fun. It's a pretty cute montage. And I said, yeah. that looks like so much fun. And you said, no. <laughs> no, yeah, I would, no. I would never. It, it truly looks like a cesspool for germs to me. It does look like that. It does look like that. But both things can be true. Jump into a big pool of balls. Quote me I on it. Sounds I, nice. Doesn't sound fun to me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, but they I'm have a good time. They have and a he, great time. And he does a really sexy thing, which yeah, I like. Do. Well, remember how like the first season we talked about the classic like guys working backwards as they walk walking backwards yeah. as they talk to you. Yeah. And that being hot, he did a different um, male boy move where uh, she's like on her phone, of course, at the edge of the pool full of balls. <laughs> and he like jumps up from under the, the balls and like scares her. And then he puts like, as you know, right. So she's on the ledge and then he puts on hands on either side of her yeah. like waist where she's sitting and like pushes himself up. So he's like very close to her face and yeah. says, says something about like always working or whatever. It's like, like teasing. It's like no more posting and like pulls yeah. her into the ball pit. Yeah. The, the, but, but specifically putting your, lifting yourself up by your arms to get close to somebody while they're mm-hmm. on either side of your waist <laughs> is you guys know the classic move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I follow love that, it. follow that tag on AO3. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's a vibe. So, yeah, so they have, like, their little moments. Yeah, there's a vibe. And meanwhile, Mindy, you know, has been on this date with Nicola, and she's, like, also, she's trying to determine if he likes her. And he's, like, are you kidding? Of course I like you. Oh, and Mindy's wearing – so Gregory Dupree (laughs) did not get the contract, did not get the Air France contract, obviously. So he sends a couple of the sample pieces to Emily, and Mindy's, like, I opened it. I had to. I was so curious. And I love this outfit. I'm going to wear this tonight to see Nicola. So she's wearing, like – Bondage. A hot pink. <laughs> yeah, she's basically wearing a hot pink bondage. And she's, Nicola's like, do you even like me? And she's like, look at what I'm wearing. <laughs> Obviously, I'm into this. And he's like, and he's like, well, let's go. Yeah. like he And he makes an innuendo about being dominated by her, which is like, you know, as far as the show goes. Risque. Further, further than this show normally goes. Absolutely. And she kisses um, him and they kiss for a little while. And then he gets a call from Pierre Cadeau. And he's like, ignores it. And then he, he calls again. And ultimately, he's like, I have to handle this. But mm-hmm. this is not the, like, we, we will see each other again. Next time, let's skip the movie. So they're going to hook up. It's happening. It's and, on. Oh, and he's like, loves Minnie's outfit. And so do other people there. And they're like, where'd you get it? And she's like, this little designer. Um, Gregory Dupree. Gregory Dupree. And then Emily's like, I think he's extremely underrated. And Nicolas like, very interesting. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. Then let me I then, can scroll. Let me see. I want to oh, say, yeah. Well, well we get we get Gabrielle and Emily walking up the steps to their mm-hmm. apartment, like saying goodnight. Mm-hmm. He looks so handsome. And she's wearing a very cool coat. And um, do you guys like my fashion insider knowledge? Very cool coat. <laughs> I liked yeah, it. And he looks handsome. <laughs> Painting a picture. And he says something about how, like, his relationship with Cummy is falling apart. He's like, she won't even text me back. Like, she barely texts me when she's gone. And, like, 
It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what she says to, to it. I actually don't remember how she really responds. I, she says, she says, you know, being apart can be hard. Like when Alfie and Camille are back, let's take them both to pop air on a double date. Let's go back to the Instagram rooms. Right, right, right. So then we are at Ajon's Grotto the following day. Mm-hmm. And they hear that Pierre Cadeau is, they're working with Pierre Cadeau. Um, JVMA has reached out to them and has been like, let's collaborate on this. Like, we want you on the Pierre Cadeau team. And they're like, this is fabulous news. Great job. I think she says like, merveilleux or merveilleux, whatever. Like, great job, Emily. You like crushed this. It's a big win for Emily. They're like, we're going out to lunch to celebrate. She texts Pierre Cadeau, Emily texts Pierre Cadeau to be like, just heard that like, Think, you know, whatever. Think that we're we're we we're working with you. you again. Yeah, like Meet this is so lunch. great. Meet us at lunch. Yeah. Which, yeah, can you imagine like, <sighs> um, the impropriety? <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> so then they're all at lunch, uh-huh. and they're all at lunch. And Nicola is like, they're you know they're about to pop some champagne, and Nicola is like, to be clear, you guys are going to be working for Pierre Cadeau, the brand, not the person. Like we're ousting him. He's too hard to work with. This is normal. Like, you know, Christian Dior is now Dior. Yves Saint Laurent is now Saint Laurent. Like, and Sylvie's like, don't remind me. And I would say crucially, crucial details, like, it's because those people died. (laughs) Um, But uh, then... uh, But then guess what? (laughs) Well, so then Emily is like, oh my God, and realizes her her faux pas in in inviting Pierre Cadeau to lunch. He's not there yet. And she's like, actually, don't come. I made a mistake. And he's like, well, I'm like, here, I see you. I'm crossing the street. And so she sees him crossing the street. And she Everyone brace just- yourselves. <laughs> yeah. She's gesturing to him like, don't come, don't come. And he's like, what, what? Like looking at his phone. And then there's that. Classic. Classic. I can't believe that this is a trope. It's so miserable. <laughs> it's, it's so miserable. Where like, so a bike goes by and almost hits him, but then doesn't. And then while he's like. Oh, thank God. I almost got hit by that bike. A car hits him. <laughs> and then the episode ends. I said this to you last night, but I really felt like we retired that trope when Mean Girls did it and then made it a joke made it a joke. Like Regina George gets hit and it's like, she didn't actually die. Cause that's you know, and that's funny. And it's like that was, you know, 15 years ago, more than that. Something like that. Wow. 15, 20, something like that. Yeah. Like yeah. that was a long time ago. And yet we're still doing it. But Regardless, we actually made a mistake, which was that we were projecting last night. We were watching Emily in Paris the way it was meant to be watched, projected on a huge screen. And <laughs> and we weren't fast on our fingers. Well, both of us were doing other things. Right, as, we, as apparently you're supposed to do. And it really worked for us. And we weren't fast on our fingers to pause it. And you know how Netflix be? And it just immediately started playing the next episode. So we did, I, I hate to do this to bring us into episode eight, but it, it feels worth mentioning because we have information that you should mm-hmm. also have, which is mm-hmm. that it immediately starts it's like on the, on trees, it opens on trees and we're going to pan down. But as it opens on trees, we see the mm-hmm. subtitles because we've been watching the subtitles and it's Emily speaking and she's saying something to the effect of like, I feel so bad. I shouldn't have been texting him. And then I was like, oh my God, no. And they pan down. <laughs> And they're all in black in the cemetery. <laughs> so he is dead. <laughs> or they're going to surprise us. And maybe they're, maybe they're at a funeral for somebody else. It's so brutal, though. But either way. It sure seems like he's dead. Yeah. So I would say, like, this episode was really efficient. Like, it, this was a very much, like, 
pretty by the book in terms of like, we are now in the second half of the season. Uh-huh. We have a couple episodes left. Like we need to lay all, there's been all these little things, setups. Now we're like really laying the groundwork and building the tension for whatever will be resolved or unresolved in the uh-huh. finale. Uh-huh. So it's like, we've got the Pierre Cadeau drama. Uh-huh. We've got um, JVMA like opening their door to Jean Scratteau. We've got Mindy and Nicola starting their relationship, but Nicola and Emily finding a lot of tension at work. Uh And we've got um, Gabrielle kind of like not having a great time in his relationship Uh and hinting at that. Uh Um, What else? Is there anything else we're missing? No, I think, I think we're really well set up. I will say for like an exciting last couple of episodes, like I I am intrigued at this point, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm invested, I'm in it. Let's see what's going to happen next. How are we going to resolve these things? Are Mindy and Mm -hmm. Emily going to get into a fight? You had. um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I we both kind of noticed that like Mindy's been a little bit more like Emily, stop working. Like has has just made comments that are like not supportive of Emily, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is great to hear. Yeah. (laughs) Really in passing. And Emily barely notices them. It seems. Yeah. It's and, and they're always kind of like oh my God, like relax. Or like, do you have to be working all the time? Just like little things like that mm-hmm. or like grow up or like whatever. And they're always very casual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very like low stakes in the moment. And yeah, not, they don't create any tension in the moment, but I was like, that feels new that there's any pushback at mm-hmm. all, even if it's so subtle. And you were kind of like, I wonder if they're going to get in a friend fight. Because real friends, real friends, real friends, real friends fight. fight. <laughs> real friends fight. And I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to see them be emotionally available enough to one another that they can go there. And I know we've talked about, you know, this is such an obvious thread because of Darren Starr, but like there's some really good friend fights on Sex and the City. Like really good friend fights. Miranda and Carrie. I mean, (sighs) really influential for me. In the way that you fight with your friends? No. Well, I guess maybe a little bit, but I like so ident- I remember so identifying with Miranda, just having like strong opinions and, and that being like a way to show love is like investment in the choices mm-hmm. that her friends make. And mm-hmm. then Carrie also then justifiably being like, you're my friend, you're supposed to be supportive. Like it's mm-hmm. such a, it's like slightly different ways of being a friend, but there's, I think for good reason, you see why they're friends. It's like, right. That's what makes them work. Is that like, they are balancing yeah. that in one another. What is there? Is there a big fight that Miranda, that Carrie's having the affair? And Miranda doesn't approve. Is that what it is? Um, that there is that fight, but the really the one that I'm always moved by is when she's going to go to Paris to be with the Russian, right, ballet dancer. And Miranda's like, "Oh no, 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 that's a really good one." But you're right, the one with Big, where she's she's like gone back together with Big, and Miranda's like, "I am not doing this with you again." Like he comes into your life, you fall apart. Like I'm done. And she's so upset. And then Miranda sees an ex from like years earlier and is sort of like distraught because of it and ends up calling Carrie to be like, I'm, I'm like holding you to a standard. I can't even like hold myself to like, I understand still like Mm -hmm. being wrapped up in things that you thought you were over or not being able to move on. And yeah. And there's, yeah, there's such good actors, both of them. Yeah. They are such good actors. Sort of like, Ashley Park, Ashley and, Lily Park and Lily Collins. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Hey, I think if they were given the material to do it, they could. we could get there with them. I think Ashley Park could. I'm still not sold on Lily. Yeah. I'm, and I'm really like, not. We never know when we're going to meet her. Like, she could be a friend. Like, I don't want to hurt her feelings. <laughs> I know. Literally. I mean, it's how I feel. I'm like, I don't want to hurt her, but I'm just like, she just is so annoying to me. Yeah. 
Right. So sorry. I'm well, so sorry. You- Just like say it so bluntly because I know this show is all really requires us to be invested. <laughs> but but I but I but I'm like so many of the actors now are giving us their little glimmers. Mm-hmm. Almost in this way, it almost reminds me of like on Girls mm-hmm. when all of a sudden you were like, oh, this Adam Driver is really good yeah and and it felt like this turn in a way where it was like all of a sudden he was angling for a career outside of the show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i feel like ashley park and lucas bravo mm-hmm. are kind of angling growing the- all of a sudden what do you think of that <laughs> i think that that's probably i'm sure these are hardworking actors who have always been <laughs> like they're not you know new they're, they're not they're new to us but they're not new but but I do think that um, maybe just because of the way they're written, they they seem to live outside of the show a little bit in the mm-hmm. way that like mm-hmm. Emily feels like so in it. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. Ashley Parks, like, stop being annoying. And Gabrielle's like, I'm just trying to have a career as a chef. Like it's coming through in this way of like the world is bigger than whatever chaos yeah. she's orbiting. Yes. And the, yes. thus the show is orbiting. So it's a little bit, I guess it's a little meta to be like, it's happening in the show, but I also, it also then maybe feels like it's outside of the show. And also um, I famously asked you to watch Ticket to Paradise. Um, well, and I famously haven't said, yet. But, but, but also importantly, almost every time I said, will you watch it? You said, yeah, I'm watching it tonight. <laughs> I think like three <laughs> to four times. But yeah. as I said before, Lucas Bravo in Ticket to Paradise, I thought was like really, a, he was like a good character actor in this like little bit role. And I was like, cool. I want to see more of him. I want to see him do more of those little things. So I think you're, I think you're right on it. I think that's true. Um, what was I going to say about their fight, Mindy and Emily? Oh, nothing, I guess. I guess, (laughs) I guess, I guess. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that will land. And I'm, and I'm curious if we're going to get what we thought we were going to get this season, which was them traveling, because I think you had read something when we were at, when we were Mm -hmm. in our out of office season about, Mm -hmm. Um, them going different places and they haven't, they've only gone to the Chateau uh, en Provence, Um, Mm -hmm. but maybe they'll go to Greece for something and they'll accidentally see Sophia and Camille, or maybe they'll go to London to visit Alfie, or maybe for whatever reason, I feel like they're going to go to Spain. I don't know why. Maybe that would have been really fun. (laughs) For whatever reason, I'm really hoping (laughs) they go to Spain. Yeah. I really thought that they were shooting in all these other cities, but they haven't yet. Um, yeah, I, that, I think that'd be really fun. Like yeah. a trip of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, cause so far they haven't really jet set at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And we know that the show has the money for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can send them anyway. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Good thing. We have three more episodes. It's funny. I feel like I have like less to say about this episode because we were like living our life <laughs> like it's amazing what we can uncover when we're like watching it with hawk eyes and like taking notes. It is, yeah, that is a real testament to close reading, close watching. <laughs> we're like we could pick out little moments, and I there were no it washed over me as yeah. it was intended to. Really, and yeah, I had a great. I think at the end of the episode, I was like, I had a great time. <laughs> yeah, I was like perfect. I mean, you were just like eating your Dove bar <laughs> f- in full repose. 
you did the thing. This is a version of a thing you do that I really like, which is that we talked about it, but you'll be like, let's online shop together just for fun. And then I'll <laughs> buy something and you won't. And I'll be like, how did that happen? Like, it was your idea. Similarly, all day yesterday, you're like, we should get Dove Bar or Hagen dazs bars. Like, we should. We should do an Instacart order to get these things. And then I like found myself eating this ice cream and I was like, do you want one? And you're like, no, it's a little too late. Like, I don't think I'll be able to sleep well if I eat. So I'm like, how did this happen that I like spent more money than I meant to? And I'm like eating later than I like to. And it's like, it's like you're a bad influence, but I'm not because sorry. you're doing it with me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I really, I, love I, really, I think it's so funny. <laughs> it is funny. And I do feel bad because I did really want the Dove bar. I, know you I just want to be like really, really clear. I really wanted the Dove bar. At the point when we opened the Dove bars, they were Hagen Dazs bars. We need to be clear. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> At the time when we opened the Hagen Dazs bars, <laughs> it was like ten forty-five. Honestly, it was maybe it was like later. eleven forty-five. Ele- yeah, it was eleven thirty-five. Yeah. So for me, that's already an hour past when I normally go to bed. <laughs> and and I, I lose <laughs> some sleep. I sometimes have some sleep anxiety and I was like, this is going to mess me up. And I kind of had too many nachos for dinner. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I already feel like really full in a bad way. And, and I was like, I was like really battling with myself because I wanted the ice cream so bad. Mm-hmm. And this is actually something, just a little fact, just a little tidbit about me. This is actually, I love ice cream so much. It's my favorite food, but this is why I prefer to have ice cream in the afternoon. Okay. But it doesn't make it's you sleepy. Because- that's like day drink. The way you feel about ice cream or day drinking is how I feel about ice cream in the middle of the day. No, like ice cream in the middle of the day, I'm like, OMG, this rocks. Like it's such a treat and it gets to be like a treat that doesn't affect any of my meals. Mm-hmm. Whereas like ice cream after dinner, I'm like, I'm already so full. So are you going to have, it's it's about the middle of the day. Are you going to have an ice cream bar in I'm between thinking, episodes? I'm thinking about it. It's really fun. I am That's very Paris. It. It is. It does feel pretty Paris. And it feels like this has been our little like retreat where we're hanging out and doing these things and it would feel very festive. Yes. To have a midday ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, we should move it right along and say thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. Enjoy. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Enjoy. Enjoy. (laughs) Enjoy. Okay. That was fun. Talk to you later. You have been listening to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, a podcast about Netflix's Emily in Paris. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share the show. Share it with your friends. Share with your enemies. Post it on your Instagram story. Um, these shares are how we find new listeners. It's how we grow our little our little community, and we love hearing from you. Um, if you want your review, if you want your review read on this show, if you want to have your little moment of fame, <laughs> reach out, write a review, email us emilyinparispod at gmail.com, DM us at emilyinparispod on Instagram. We'll play it on the show. We'll read it on the show. We want to hear from you. We love hearing from you. 